This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hello, everyone. It's Judith Riles and Author You, your guide to book publishing. And that what I love about this time of the year being October and all the colors are changing so spectacularly, it also means that your writing should have a different hue, a different change of pace um, as we go along. And a lot of authors are gearing up for the big November month, which is National Novel Writing Month for those of you who are fiction-oriented. And one of the challenges, and that's why I'm looking forward to today's session, is that, uh, especially with fiction, nonfiction people have uh, shorter goals in getting their books done, and fiction seem to wait a little bit longer. But here's what I'm after, is that too many times authors, especially when it comes to thinking about marketing, um, get into what I call the one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, three to get ready, three to get ready, and three to get ready. And what happens is they forget that marketing starts from the get-go. And critical, 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 no exception element in it is social media. And we have done a variety of programs on social media, variations of social media, whether it's Facebook-oriented, Twitter-oriented, Google Plus-oriented, or any of the other orienteds out there. But that sometimes it makes sense to come back and look at some scratch strategies of where we're going. So with me today is an expert who is going to bring that to the party, Barbara Driesen has been talking, speaking, writing, publishing about social media and tied it in for authors and writers for a long time. And we're going to be looking at that, really the, the essential question, because I'm one of these, and I know Barbara's on the air, that I'm one of these people who literally said, no freaking way am I going to be doing all this stuff. And that was three years ago. The reality is, you better freaking way be on social media because it's your town hall. And the sooner you get on it, the better. And you start building your fans. Even if you don't have a book in hand, you start building that engagement and that connection so that when you're ready for the book, it's not one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, three to get ready, three to get ready. You are so ready to go and run. So with that, Barbara runs social media educators dot com and I would encourage you to look at her website and, and let's just kind of jump into it because social media has a lot of things that people need to do from the get-go literally from as Barbara says uh, being the educator at heart that she is and she does have a passion for really teaching others and how in a uh, conveying a lot of this techno mumble jumble in a language that we all understand. So she's been 
been out talking about doing social media for over five years, and we're going to jump in and not only know why we're going to do it, but different strategies really apply to the writing author arena. So welcome, Barbara. Glad to have you. Thank you so much, Judith. I'm so happy to be here with you and talk to your group today. Well, and and as they download it over and over and over again, which is what they do. (laughs) So tell me um, that, uh, how did you, let me ask this, how did you jump into social media? So that is really very interesting. I'm from Silicon Valley, and Ah. while I'm there, uh Me too, me too, me too. Really? Where are you from? Well, I mean, I, I worked in Palo Alto for 25 years. So Well, I started in Palo Alto, moving, of yeah. course, from the East Coast, which you cannot take out of my voice. But um, <laughs> when I, during the high-tech revolution, I started my own independent staffing company. And knowing that it's the personality plus the knowledge that makes the match, I had tours of, very, of many startup companies, and I became absolutely fascinated in technology. And... Um, that's the time I like to say I was rich for one year because that was the uh, dot-com boom, and then came the dot-com bust, and many people Ugh. lost their positions. And I found myself here in San Diego as director of an international English language institute and moved here because my daughter was a newscaster on TV. And... After being reorganized myself and realizing it was time to go into entrepreneurial mode, I thought, what do I love? I love teaching, education, and technology. And I started going to some social media workshops, and I looked at all the hands that were raised. So many people didn't understand how they got to that step. They didn't have a basic foundation, and they didn't even know what questions to ask. So my start from scratch social media is basically for the not-so-tech-savvy. I like mm-hmm. to really build a firm foundation of education so that a person can optimally use the availability on the Internet. And actually, Judith, I heard you say one thing that I want to comment on right away. You mentioned that you should be prepared and build your social media platforms uh, so that it will be ready when your book comes out, whatever. And I am here to tell you that you actually need a six months ahead of time. If you are publishing with a publisher, they are going to ask you how many followers, connections, and likes you have. They're going to ask you about your audience to see if you're a good bet for that publisher. And if you are going to self-publish, you must start to begin building and engaging your audience so that when your book comes out, you will be prepared. Well, and there's also another another add-on you can add to your um, arsenal here, is Mm -hmm. that if you're planning on doing any media, that it is very common for a a radio show, for example, I, I know several, that will mm-hmm. not even book a guest unless they have, for example, 500 Twitter followers. Correct. 
and that you're actively engaged in that. So that those of you, you know, if you're still resisting, here's what all my people I work with know they're, I'm going to hit them with this. And it's just simply this, get over it. Just get over it. Just and, right. In today's <laughs> world, social media is not a choice. It's a necessity. It's a game that you have to play. And I want to comment on one more thing that you said about marketing your book. Many people get confused or don't understand the difference between these three terms, public relations, marketing, and advertising. So public relations is getting yourself noticed, your reputation and your brand getting it noticed, developing and maintaining relationships and reputation. Marketing is positioning of your product for the outcome of sales. And advertising is paid marketing, paying for that exposure. And the wonderful thing about social media is that it does all three. You are able to do all three of those things on social media. So those three and critical, critical, critical tips um, right there are worth its weight in gold to understand mm-hmm. those elements, Barbara. So that that's that's really essential. Well, let's let's jump into this um, as we go along a little bit further here. So I, I think that you've kind of made the case why social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to sell your book to a publisher, you have to be all over it. There's no question. And the second thing is that if you're planning on publishing yourself, which is certainly I broke away from New York. 18 of my books were with New York, and the the last uh, 16 have been with my own publishing company, that uh-huh. it, it would be difficult for me to even think about going back. But mm-hmm. you have you have to have that to engage, to put out, to promote, to market, and all of those things. And there are essentials. So either way, it doesn't matter. And and here's the other little element a lot of people just don't get. If you publish with New York, their expectation is you are going to be doing all the marketing anyway. They aren't doing it these days. Many of my good friends who, um, for example, published with Random House said, Mm -hmm. okay, for two weeks they took care of her. After that, They were on to their next person, and her marketing was up to her. So that is that is very true. Yeah, I mean, and it's just it's just the way it is. It's just Mm -hmm. the way it is today. So um, you just have to move into that and 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 understand it, and uh, and and as I said, get over it. (laughs) That's right. Right. But it's easier to get over it if you're educated. I like to say that I am not a motivational teacher, uh, uh-huh. a motivational speaker, because motivation inspires, and then you get home and don't know what to do. I'd rather oh, I know. say I'm I an know. educational speaker. And, um, and I do focus on authors, artists, and holistic practitioners, because they are my passions. They align with my interests. My mother, unfortunately, never got published, and I was, and I wish now that I had been able to assist Help her, her out. Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to come right back with this so we can dig into okay. your passion and, okay. and do it with some critical tips. This is Judith Riles. It's author you, your guide to book publishing on this beautiful October afternoon, and my guest is Barbara Driesen. 
Smith is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a 1,000 authors create top-quality books and avoid the not-so-reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with it? If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okay, social media, what you need to do, what, what should you uh, expect 
to do when you're expecting. How's that sound? Um, I guess Barbara Dreesen says you start at least six months in front of a book, and I I harp on that. I know my a lot of my authors kind of you know click. Here she goes on us again, but the reality is this is what you need to do. Okay, so what if we're, we're what if we're two months out? What if we're a month out? What do we do? Do we ignore it? No, you start today. Somehow. So, Barbara, let, let's just say we're, we, we could be six months out. We have this ideal, okay, now we can set this up. Or let's say, uh-oh, I was so deep in my book, it's the only thing I could focus on. What should we do? I mean, there's a zillion ways that uh, authors can reach out on social media. Do we go kiss everybody? So I have three steps that authors should really do to prepare for their social media. The first thing I suggest is they make themselves a personal proposal and write down the the niche that you are in, the subject that you are in, where your market is, your targeted demographic, and then you can figure out how to create your implementation strategy. For example, if your demographic is a group of women who may be 60 to 75, are you really going to go on Twitter? You really want to think about which social media platform makes sense for you. So that's the next thing you do. You think about the which, what, where, and why. What platforms are you on? Many people say to me, Barbara, I signed up for Twitter, I signed up for LinkedIn, I signed up for this, and I say, what do you do there? And they say, we don't know. It is more important to build and furnish one house at a time rather than be sprayed unprofessionally over many platforms. So so that's what I really say, one one platform at a time. And you know what, Judith, this is the way I like to describe the top three platforms that people would think of, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. I think of Facebook as a backyard barbecue. I'm inviting my friends over. It's casual, telling them what I'm doing, showing them pictures and videos, and really engaging with them. LinkedIn I am wearing this suit, carrying my resume, and going to a networking event. I'm looking for collaborators or colleagues or peers that might be able to assist me. And Twitter, I'm going to a cocktail party. I'm going to see as many people as I can and only say one sentence to each person. So that is the main difference. And I always say, start with Facebook. Because you can do so much with your Facebook page. And the other thing that I stress is consistency. Whatever you're going to do, you must be consistent. Because actually, Facebook only gives your posts the opportunity to appear in your audience's news feed. How do they determine it? If you look at your news feed, you will see that even though you might have 500 friends, you are only seeing posts, and check this out, 
where there is a lot of engagement, where a lot of people have liked and commented. Facebook decides who is meaningful to you. So if you want to show up, you must make sure to engage as well and um, let Facebook see that your posts are meaningful. Which brings me to another point, Judith. Do you think everybody really knows what shows up on their news feed? Uh, uh, no. I mean, I, I have to tell you, Barb, my confession is I, um, I am not a Facebook fan um, mm-hmm. because I, I, don't, I don't like that they choose who it goes to. And that, it ticks me off. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm a, I, I'm a Twitter-holic. Uh, mm-hmm. So I work well and because I like things short and punchy and, and all that. And, and I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I get about the collaboration of LinkedIn, but, but the power of LinkedIn is a group. Uh, and that's where it really – and you're, if you want to talk about meaningful engagement that is so focused on a very specific topic or subject where you can get answers and solutions, uh, that's where the action is. Correct. So that's for answers and solutions, but we're also talking about creating an audience so that when you are ready to come out with your book, Mm -hmm. you can come out in many different ways. And if you look at the dashboard, for example, of a Facebook page, you will have many insights. I mean, it's true. I love Twitter for that point, and I see that you're very, very busy on Twitter. But Judith, I have to tell you that basically my niche market, my demographic doesn't understand Twitter. They're not on Twitter. So I am not as active on Twitter. I am more active on Facebook because I do believe that people would be more apt to be there. Mm -hmm. And by the way, like you do, what's the first thing people check when they wake up in in the morning? Besides, if their coffee is on, what do they check? They usually, they check most it. people will go to, yeah, their feed or see what's coming in um, no, very what quickly. Say is they would check their email. That's what people do first. I think mostly every demographic would check email, which is the reason that I also believe that email marketing is very mm-hmm. important. So, oh, I, um, I I agree too. But but I have to tell yeah. you here, I'm going to be contrary again. I check what the weather is going to be. I want to know what the weather range is going to be. Uh, that's that's yeah. the first thing before I check email really quick. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, <laughs> so um, so yes, email marketing is very important. And let me just tell your audience what does come on your newsfeed. Because your news feed, and you have a news feed whether it's in Twitter or whether it's in LinkedIn or whether it's in Facebook, but your news feed is your customized bucket of the posts of people that, on Facebook, the posts of people that are your friends, number one. Number two, the posts from pages that you like. Number three, the posts from groups that you are a member of. And I believe groups on Facebook are very, very important because not only are you 
getting specific information, but you can actually join a group where your audience is and talk about your book there. And the fourth thing is sponsored ads. So, of course, my new feed will be different than yours because I have my customized friends and groups that I belong to and pages that I like. So that's a really important concept mm-hmm. for uh, people to understand. Oh, absolutely. And and the the other thing is not only joining groups, but um, for authors who all, – all authors have an expertise. I don't care if you're fiction or nonfiction. But really, Correct. I strongly encourage you to start your own group so you're the leader of the tribe because that is that is another very subtle way that when you can do an announcement that you – do have your book because they've trusted you and they believe in you and whether you're in your moderation or the, the discussions you start um, as well as in Facebook and other areas that you develop mm-hmm. this trust arena that then you can take it and run and, and, and ask for their support. And what I also love about the LinkedIn group is once a week, the, the uh, organizer, the author, can literally send an email to everybody, personal email via LinkedIn, to everybody in the group with maybe a, a request or an offer or who, who knows what it is. But you've got that capability, and it's very powerful. It is powerful. And I will tell you, actually, you can change that in settings. In the settings for each group, you can decide to get an individual email every day or a group email. Or mm-hmm. if you just want to check it from your notifications, you mm-hmm. can uh, you can check it there as well. But I want to mention groups on Facebook. So if we, if if there was a book, for example, about um, meditation, let's say, you can search on Facebook for all the groups that deal with meditation, and you can join them. So you're reaching out to your exact audience. Or, um, for example, I'm working with an author right now whose book is on Pearl Harbor. So we have joined all the groups on Facebook that have to do with World War II and history and things like that. And you can, um, and then you can actually talk about your book or give an educational tip in those groups. And that's, I think, reaching the audience of people that might be your buyer. Even even better. So let, let's pick this up after our next break. Come back. I want to talk about okay. that. Let's talk about the steps of creating the group and okay. some protocol here. This is Judith Bryles. Okay. This author, you, your guide to book publishing, and we're doing social media today. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you a discount on the first order you place. 
To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right. My guest, Barbara Driesen, was talking about Facebook and the groups. And groups, you know, have not been around a long, long time on Facebook. And they certainly have expanded and grown. I don't know how many groups, uh, how many groups are out there. Barbara, do we know? Do you know how many groups are on Facebook? Well, I will tell you this. The search bar in Facebook is uh-huh. the second most used search bar after Google. And you can search for people, things pages, subjects. So all you have to do is put in, for example, like you said, um, aviation, and that will lead you to every group that has the word aviation in it or every page that has to do with aviation. Um, I don't even think you can count how many groups uh, are on Facebook right now because there are, are just so many. Oh, it's like infinity then. Okay, so let's let's right. let's say yeah, let's say I'm an author. You and I are authors, and mm-hmm. um, we're thinking, okay, let's you know maybe maybe I want to start. God, do I need another group, a, a Facebook group, on publishing? Well, there's a zillion. There's already a gazillion that in publishing, but I'm not in any of them um, because I don't hang out a lot on Facebook. But let's say I've decided that I'm going to start hanging out more. So. 
if you were advising me or any of our authors, and we don't care if you've got romance, you're into erotica, whatever it is, um, that you decide you want to create a group, what would they do step by step to create that and then to fertilize it? Okay. First of all, remember that only people can create groups and only people can create a business page or an author page. So you must have a personal page in order to have an author page. And you did say something to me about privacy settings. There Mm -hmm. are so many privacy settings on Facebook. So if I didn't want everybody to see my personal information, I can set the, uh, the privacy settings very high But on my personal page, let's say they know my name, but they don't know the name of my business, you can add a link to your business page. And that's how people can easily find your business page. How do you start a group? Once again, you start a group as a person. If you are on Facebook, on the very right-hand side, you are going to see a down arrow. And that arrow gives you many, many choices. The first choice that it gives you is the word settings. I mean, that is the first one that I would say you should look at. You should see what your settings are. You should see if you're allowing people to tag you and for the post just to show up and and what other kinds of settings you have. But there is also an arrow that says, Create a page. That's where you go to create your page. And there is another um, choice to create a group. And that's where you would go to create your group. Now, remember, you can create your group, but you have to invite people to be a part of it. You, you just can't hope that people are going to find your group and... They will join the discussion in your group. You have to talk about your group on your personal page, on your business page. You have to join other groups and say, here's another group that you might like to join, and this is the kind of discussion and assistance we have on our group. So um, there are three types of groups. One is public. Anybody can join it. One is closed, which means that if you see a group you like, such as promotion of my book, there's a group called that, um, you can go and join it, and it will say pending. And there's Mm -hmm. also a secret group. So, for example, Judith, if you just wanted to have a group for your members that they could talk about their questions and their problems, and nobody else would be able to search for that group. It would be by invitation only. You could have a secret group. The other thing I suggest is if you don't know what groups to join, go look at somebody that you respect. I always say the first thing is study the competition. So, for example, If my friend Janice Steinberg is an excellent author, I will go check out 
her personal page, and on the left-hand side, it will show me her friends, it will show me her photos, and after that, it will show me all of the groups that she is in. So instead of wondering what group I should be in, I can see right in front of me what might be beneficial to me. So I guess uh, when you talk about the secret secret invite only, and I and I don't know how um, how do how do these groups come into, for example, the clout measurements, which some people may not even get when I ask you that, but I know you're going to understand what I ask. Um, you know what? That, yeah, yeah. It, it, it I, shows what your reputation is and yeah. everything. Yeah. You know what? I'm actually going to tell people that's the last thing they should do. First, they should actually educate them on how to use these platforms well, and then they can decide what their clout score is. You know, no, no, I'm not. No, no, no. That wasn't my question. I, I've, okay. I've done shows on clout, but but okay. I'm just saying that when when the clout clout measures things, that if there are certain groups, for example, I know on LinkedIn that um, the Author You group is extraordinarily active, but it, there's no credit for all of that stuff. There it doesn't show your engagement or any of that. For uh-huh. do, on Facebook, does it or is it also closed off? You know what? Groups are something that people join. When you look up a group, it will tell you how many members it has, but it isn't really something that goes into a cloud store. Got it. And actually, I like to join the smaller groups because then I can make sure or ensure that my questions, my posts will be seen. So, for example, I am looking at some of the groups Janice is in. She's in a group called Authors. She's in a group called Authorpreneurs, Authors and Book Lovers Discussion Group. So that's the place that you can actually talk about your, your book because the different groups have different rules. There's a group called Creative and Professional Writing, Information Exchange. Um, there's a group called Promote Your Book, San Diego Writers, for example. So there are special groups that I would think you would want to be a member of so that you can see who the members are of that group and actually invite them to be friends, invite them to connect, collaborate with them. And, um, and it's, it's very filtered by topic. So that's the reason I do like uh, groups there. Okay, so on the filtering, is this something uh-huh. where the Facebook robots decide who, whatever posts or whatever discussions are going on, do they decide what's going to be shown and what you get to see, or is it open-ended like it used to be in the old days? Okay, so that is true. Remember when I told you that there's four things on your news feed? When mm-hmm. you join a group, you mm-hmm. do not actually have to go to the group to see what's going on you will get a notification that says Janice posted in Authorpreneur. And then you can actually click on that link and see exactly what was, um, what was posted. So you're saying that if you're a member of a group or you start a group, that if anything mm-hmm. is going on, it will automatically show in your primary page. News feed. 
In you your news feed, not in your page, there are two menu tabs on Facebook. One says home and one says your name. So mine mm-hmm. says home and Barbara. Yours says home and Judith. So mm-hmm. when you click on home, that's where you land. That's where your news feed is. That's where you're going to have the menu on the left-hand side to see mm-hmm. all the groups that you're in. And mm-hmm. that's where in the news feed you will get posts from the pages uh, and the groups that you are on. Good. All right. So it, it sounds to me what I'm hearing is that you really get, you can see all the action that's going on within the group. So if Absolutely. that's where you hang, if that's where you hang out and play, you're going to get a much more fuller picture and a much better opportunity of engagement instead of having it cherry picked. Correct. Great. Right. Sounds, that sounds terrific. That sounds terrific. All right. Until Facebook changes rules again. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which they, they always are making something new, and hopefully it's to help you. The newest thing they're going to do is have different mm-hmm. pictures of icons, not just the like button. The other new thing, I don't know if everybody has heard about it yet, on your profile picture, it doesn't have to be static. It can be a video. So, you know, every day they're putting on new things to assist you. And actually on my Facebook page, Start From Scratch Social Media, my page is just to put all the updates that are going on in all of the platforms so whoever I'm working with can be knowledgeable about them and know what's happening. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a great idea. So what's new? Uh, you know what? We're going to take our final break here. But when we come okay. back, I'd love since and, and we'll move on. Uh, well, we, Facebook is one of the dominants. So let's talk about ads a little bit and um, talk about customizing audience. And I'd love to have you kiss uh, what's, what insights on Facebook is all about because I think that's I would really love important to, to do. talk about those things. So Perfect. I'm looking forward all to right. coming back. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. We're with Barbara Driesen. Her, she really is an expert on starting from scratch on building a really successful social media platform. This is Judith Bryles, and it's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. 
By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. Systems customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from one to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based eBooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Okay, we have been spending a lot of time talking about Facebook, and that's one it's certainly one of the dominant platforms um, that that authors are going to be working with and getting involved in. And in, in most cases, that, that is where you should least have your, your toe in the water. Uh, so you have that. And with me is Barbara Driesen, who is an expert in social media and certainly knows a ton about social uh, media side of Facebook. Her website is social media educators.com so you can all follow up but we're, we I when we took the break I wanted her to make sure before in this last segment we kissed on the the whole ad thing how to make them work because you can as in anything you can do the BB gun approach where you just throw out a bunch of stuff and you don't target it in so I want her to hopefully get in so if you're going to do ads or boosts um, how can you be effective there? As well as what's this thing called insights that Facebook is all about? So let's just start with those two, Barbara. Excellent, excellent question. The first thing I like to say is there is a difference between boosted posts and ads. If you have a post that you think is doing would do very well. You're looking at it. It's got a lot of likes and comments. That's the kind of post you might want to boost. A boost to a post makes it stay sticky on a news feed longer. So remember, I said if you liked my page, you would see you would have the opportunity to see my post. Well, if I boosted that post, you'd have a much better opportunity. Because that post would hang out on your newsfeed much longer. And mm-hmm. why is that important? Because a post gets engagement. 
and the more engagement a post has, the more meaningful Facebook will think your page has to your audience. So that is the purpose of a post. On the other hand, an ad is for you to create excitement about what you are doing to a target market. So, for example, if you go to that arrow and you go to the word create an ad, your ad is going to, it's going to give you a couple of objectives. You want the objective of getting more likes for your page. Yes. So it's called promoting your page. And then once you have decided that, Facebook gives you so many choices to help your ad be successful. First of all, you choose your audience. You can choose the location. So you don't have to choose the whole United States. You can choose, if, if somebody's giving a book signing here in San Diego, they can just choose San Diego, Del Mar, La Jolla, L.A. You can choose specific cities for specific ads. The next mm -hmm. thing you can do is choose the age group that you want to um, make sure that gets this ad. So it might be uh, 40 to 55. It might be all women, or it might be women and men. And then Facebook gives you the option to even help target it more, help define your audience, because then you can write down what your audience might be interested in. So if I've written a book on health and wellness, maybe the interests of a person there in that category it might be spirituality, might be fitness, might be um, actually might be literature, might you know you can put in as many interests that as that kind of person might have before you even get to the part of creating your ad. Then when you create an ad, and please know everybody, every graphic on every social media platform has a different size. So you want to make sure that the size for an ad is the correct size. So for what example, the size of a Facebook cover photo is much different than the size for a Twitter cover photo. And I also teach a program that will help you custom uh, design correctly for each uh for each. but after that you can choose how much you want to spend and i always spend a, a very little bit so you know the minimum could be ten dollars so that you can analyze it so you can see how did that ad do um by getting a lot of likes and comments on my ad so, for example, I started with a brand new author um, who has written a book of reflections. And because I'm targeting his ads and doing a lot of small ads, we're up to 250 likes. And here's another thing, Judith. You need to decide if you want quantity or quality. 
Do you mm-hmm. want quantity likes mm-hmm. or do you want quality likes? If you go to my Start From Scratch social media, I have about 700 likes. I want quality likes. I want the people that work with me instead of diluting it to a huge audience. Now that I've started to teach by Skype, I can go out and get a bigger audience. Whereas I have an artist, and she wants quantity likes because anybody can purchase her art, and they might be anywhere. So that's a really important thing to decide. Mm -hmm. So when you go to your business page, at the top of your business page, you will see your page dashboard. Mm -hmm. It has messages, notifications, and insights. If you click on the word insights, there is a further menu for that. The first one is overview, and and that's just too much information to look at right away. Mm -hmm. So what I like to look at is the insight called posts. That will tell me, number one, which time is the best for me to post? Which time are most people seeing my post? And then I can actually go down to the post and see which ones are getting the biggest reach and the most engagement. And that gives me a clue up to what kind of posts would be best for me to continue posting. Also, if something did really well, that might be the post that you want to boost. If you go to the insight menu item called people, you will find out who your fans are. Are they mostly women? Are they mostly men? Are they half and half? You can see what age group the people are that are liking your page. So I'm looking at my insights, and my biggest age group right now is 44 to 64. There are the people that might be not so tech savvy and might need step-by-step instructions. And I have an agenda for each platform in an organized way so that you can understand it. So it will also tell you what countries or what cities your fans are from so that when you do go to boost the post or you do go to create an ad, you're not just blindly making it for everybody. You're defining your market so that your money is well spent. Does that give you an idea of the difference? Huge. Of- yeah, and that's what it is. So so you've taken away this BB gun that so many do. They're just out there scattering, hoping, hoping, praying that something will hit and stick. And what you're doing is you're talking about how you hone it in um, so it gets to the right market at basically the right time and place that, that will support, whether it's you or an event you've got going on or a book launch or just your book or your expertise or any of the things um, that you're trying to do. So uh, that's that's critical. All right, Barbara, unfortunately, we have like two minutes to go here. I so, can't believe it. And Judith, I, I, I might know, suggest I know. something to you, but mm-hmm. instead of putting my website, which is very simple, and thank you very much, I would love you to put the link to my 
Facebook page, whereas everybody should know you can customize the URL, the address of your Facebook page for your signature, on your emails, and for business cards, etc. So for me, it's facebook.com slash start from scratch social media. There you go. So it's a long one, but so just facebook.com start from scratch no, social media. No, there has to be a slash after facebook.com. Th- that's Facebook. right. Facebook.com slash, yes. Forward slash, forward slash. <laughs> Correct. Start from scratch, social media. All right, so we've got we've got one minute here. So what okay. can we just give them one more, really one more tip? You've got boosting, um, the, the customizing. I, I think it's a great idea if your Facebook if Facebook is the right spot for you. Really consider um, uh, certainly joining groups, but it, use your expertise and start your own group. I think that's it's, it's ideal to be the leader of the tribe. Um, in anything. So, Barbara, I want to thank true. you for being with us. Yeah, I thank you yeah. for being with us. It's obviously we should plan on doing another show and we should maybe talk about doing a webinar. And, and I would please. love to. And just taking one platform because I actually have. Right. Depth and th- and that will do it. Social media. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pick one platform. So, Barbara's suggesting Facebook. This is Judith Bryles. We'll be back with you next week. We're going to be talking about dialogue and subtext amazing things that you can do with your stories. We'll see you. Keep on writing. Keep on publishing. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each 